everyone and welcome to Upside Down Shark Radio. I'm your host, Craig. Do we have a tagline for this yet? Oh, that's what I was supposed to argue. The premiere podcast for all your geeky needs. Okay. That doesn't probably not gonna fit on the shirt properly, but, but we, we can we can What's it called? We need a logo Briefly. first. Briefly. Briefly. Okay, so we need alright. Logo. Uh, tagline down. Website? You got the website? Uh, I have. I have, I have the Twitter and the oh, okay. email set up now. Okay, what's the Twitter? Uh, okay. Uh, is it UPS? UPS is a delivery company. Radio? UDS. I'm really tired. This is going to be good. I think it is UDS Radio. As I said before, I am Craig. Joined with me is world famous, my favourite Doctor Who, Tom Baker. Hello. Good. How you doing? <laughs> and I didn't think of a funny thing for you, Paul, but I will come up with it. Paul would. Or wouldn't he? Or would he? I'm very I think he would. Okay. Yeah, he probably would. Uh, we're going to get together each week. Is it each week? If we can. Okay. If we can. If not, we'll have some filler, I, I presume, of some sort. I'm sure we can think of something. Your radio play... About Michael Jackson, I could always put that on here. Michael Jackson, yeah, you're not a fan. An, an improvisational radio player about Michael Jackson. <laughs> uh, we're going to come together each week and talk about music, films, comic books, games, books, wrestling, etc. I'm especially excited to talk about etc. Like, it it could be in the news, it could be in the zeitgeist, it could be a four-year-old film called The Nice Guys starring Russell Crowe, and why not? Let's talk about it. Why not? You want it to fulfil everyone's geeky needs. Yeah, okay. I think that's a nice, uh, nice theme to put it all around. I think it's also a nice idea, a nice guy's idea, one might say, oh. to uh, invite our friends on if they're having projects or uh, undertaking creative endeavours to talk about them and share them with the wider upside-down shark community. We, we want to feed off the cool people and then by proxy... We'll be, we the, could cool be the cool kids. You know, because then people will ask us, you know, where are the cool parties at? Because we're not hosting them, because we're no. not that cool, really. Yeah. Uh, but we'll know the cool people. Exactly. We'll it, sit what, at the back of the bus. It's a flawless plan. Yeah. Did you ever sit at the back of the bus? bus? The bus? Yeah. Uh, I didn't really take the bus to school. Um, but School trips? Not really. No. I mean. You were always sat next to the teacher, weren't you? You were that kid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put on my headphones, listen to a bit of Chad Kroger hero. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so with that Chad Kroger hero, yeah. in the video, Nickelback are there, right, playing all the instruments. Or is no, that a different band? That's a different band. It's the singer from uh Saliva, uh the singer of Theory of a Dead Man on Guitar. I thought it was Seether. No, it's uh it's Saliva. Yeah, 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 the click click boom band. Uh <laughs> and uh <laughs> I don't know who the drummer was, but it was not Nickelback. Okay. And Toby Maguire is also there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this is what you can expect. Yeah. Up to date on Premium, the latest. top notch, latest news. Not even the last Spider Man, but the Spider Man before that. I think we're talking five or six Spider Man films ago. <laughs> so I think we're up to six. Well, this now. one, Ben Affleck was Spider Man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spider Fleck. They replaced Spider him after Fleck. one film. Spider Fleck. <laughs> um, Icebreaker. Let's get to know each other. Let's. We all met at. A retail establishment. Should we say it? Yeah, I, I don't mind. It's up to you. Yeah, why not? Two of us don't work there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so as long as we're just like, yo, fuck this brand, you know that sort of thing. Putting it on blast. Let's just leave it at retail. Yeah, okay. yeah, because uh, you still work we, there. We, yeah, we we have all suffered retail. Yes. I still work in retail, and you work in advertising now. Is that the I best way to say it? A brand marketer for a <laughs> popular <laughs> travel company. Saga. Not that one. <laughs> Should I keep saying them until we narrow it down? <laughs> uh, I mean, no, because that'd be really boring. I work <laughs> at a supermarket. And you work, Paul, uh, you sell entertainment. Is that the easiest way to say yeah, it? Yeah, we, we could say that. Yeah. I, yeah. I sell entertainment. You sound like a lady of the night. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all have our uh, hobbies. Yeah, I mean, and if you can get paid for it, 
Even better, right? I mean, we don't didn't even really know Paul before that. We just hired him to sit in on this. Uh, I mean, yeah, which was a bit weird how he just said yes. Yeah, yeah. What have we been up to this week? Uh, what what have we been up to? I have uh been playing more Zelda. I've also been playing FIFA because I am the most basic man alive. Okay. Have you completed it yet? Uh, you get your console and then it's the FIFA box, right? So then you just yeah. What else are you gonna do? That's my favourite question to ask FIFA players. Have you completed it yet? Well, the the thing is, you can <laughs> actually com- oh, complete something oh, now because no. they have the journey mode, oh. which you is literally just a narrative story where you play as some schmuck going through some earning schmuck. more money than you. And yeah, so there is actually a story to FIFA now. You can now complete FIFA. Yeah, that question is not ironic anymore. <sighs> Don't you think? What is ironic? Don't you think? I don't. It's like radiating. Oh, okay. I thought you were like talking about DJ ironic because he goes, "It's ironic," like that sort of thing. But no, we are know. really, really dating ourselves with these references. Okay, so, well, I'm sorry. Welcome right. to the nineties podcast. Freestyler. If, 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 if I thought I haven't had a lot of sleep, I'm just going to say that because I keep <laughs> saying that, right? And if it seems a bit more, Woo-ha! that's probably why. It's just like a feminine Waluigi. Okay. <laughs> the best Mario character of all time. No, yeah, okay. Uh Paul, what have you been doing? Anything? Comic book, video games, anything? Uh, I've written a bit more of the comic book. I'm, I'm writing, what? I'm halfway through issue five. Do you want to talk to us a bit about the comic book? Uh, yeah, can do. It's um, What we can know. Yeah. Uh, well, for now, I can't really tell you can't much. Can't reveal the cliffhanger that it's, you know, got zombies in it. There's no zombies. Okay. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> Uh, I'm halfway through writing the first story arc, so it's not just a one like a one shot deal story. Mm-hmm. It's got a, a broader universe. Um, ah. It's called Datasheet Classified, and okay. it's it's part super powered individuals, part spy thriller. But there's there's no like it's not like super superheroes in spandex running around <laughs> saving the world. It's people mm-hmm. who have superpowers. Uh, essentially employed in more of an, an espionage kind of Is setting. James Bond sort of spy sort of feel <clears throat> or something different to that? A uh, little less of that and more of a there's like international assassinations and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so Triple X 3 The Return of Xander Cage? Essentially. Nice. Yeah, yeah think, think the first Triple X film. <laughs> Where they go to Russia. Yeah. And it looks cold. Yeah, where he jumps off the car off the bridge. Because he's pretty much a superhero, isn't he, in that film? Yeah. And number uh, three. I'm pretty sure just... he outsnowboards an avalanche. Well, in the third, yes, he does, actually. In the yeah, third one, good. he surfs on a motorbike, doesn't he? He does. Doesn't he skydive and, you know, somehow by luck explode something in the air and then land perfectly fine on the ground? I mean. I, I love Triple X. I've, full disclosure, I've never seen a Triple oh, X film. Oh, have you not? No. Any any of them? Not one. You should start with number two. What the ice cube one? Yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. <laughs> but then it sets, you up, it sets you up for one and then three. It's good, but you know, and then you. It's weird because Triple X was the side project of Vin Diesel whilst Fast and Furious was going on, and that's actually why he wasn't in Fast and Furious two. Did you know any of this? I've never seen a Fast that. and Furious film either. You've never seen. Oh. Um, I have seen The Last Witch Hunter though so, but then <laughs> that's the funny cover on that film <laughs> <laughs> it's really not very good so like Triple X was supposed to be this big balls out action super, right, like Vin Diesel was a superhero didn't take off and then Triple X took off somehow um, need, need for speed Fast and Furious <laughs> took off instead and somehow now Fast and Furious overtook Triple X and is amazing, pretty much. Yeah, the new ones look so ridiculous that they're good. So, I feel like do you do you really need to have seen the old ones to get the new ones? Some of the references that they yeah. make call back to the older ones, and some of the story like, if, if, like on the on the cusp of it, you think it's just a car racing film, but it's not. They have character development development it's not just about cars there's love yeah. love family. family time travel can't forget the time travel I I can't tell if you're joking there is not. time travel is there actually time travel yep. past um, in one of the films uh, they did a spin-off and it had 
a guy called Han in it, and <gasps> in this, I love Han. Yeah, you you love Han. Um, in the spin-off Tokyo Drift, Han dies, and oh, that's sad. it is sad because he's a good character. But then Vin Diesel goes, "We'll we'll bring you back for the next one," just like that. <laughs> so in like three films, Han's in. There's just this these moments where oh he's about to die oh he's about to die sort of thing but you he doesn't because you know his fate is sealed and and then eventually you get to how he dies there's an extra wrinkle he was set up <clears throat> who knows and then it, that leads into the another film yeah the Tokyo Drift which is the third film in the franchise I believe yeah I think it's, it's the right. third film in the franchise but it's set after or the end four? of number six isn't it yeah, if you have to watch it chronologically, yeah, it gets a bit. So, so what you're telling me is that Paul Walker isn't actually dead. That could be. I thought so. But it also is quite funny because if you also go through this universe, present day have just had flip phones and the <laughs> second generation iPods because that is in Tokyo Drift as well. How did we get onto this? Uh, I think your comic books like Triple X. That's yeah, what yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. it's all that spy stuff. How do you um, how what's your process? Do you sit down like for an hour or something, write something? And uh, then just... I I try to sit down and and write as often as I can. Um, I don't do it. It's not a pen and paper thing. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's all on my laptop. Um, sometimes I can sit there for an hour and just look at a blank screen, and that's that legitimately happened a few days ago. <laughs> It's just like I've got this time to do this now. Yeah, I was uh, I was staring, trying to write the first sentence of that page for sentence. literally an hour. Whew. Other times I can be sitting there for an hour and a half and write six pages. It just comes to you sometimes. Yeah, the the, the problem with it is because it's more script writing mm-hmm. than than you'd expect a comic book to be. Because I'm not an artist, I have to describe everything for the scene. So. Mm-hmm. What can be one page in the comic can take three pages to describe. So, like, she she gently stroked her blonde hair and stuff like that. And yeah. you would, like, have and to do multiple panels for or Comic like book, that. not fan fiction. <laughs> Harry grimaced, <laughs> looking at her mind. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, this, this is the first comic I've ever, I've ever written, essentially. I've, I mean, I've read a lot. You wanted to do it for a while, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, years and years ago. Yeah, it's, it's it's one of those things that's been bouncing around. The the story, the characters have all been bouncing around in my head for probably the better part of ten years now, and it's just got to the point where I need to get them out. Yeah, I need to get them out. I need to get them on paper. But um, the uh, yesterday I dropped the um, the a preview of the first page, illustrated fully in color. Mm-hmm. I saw that. It looks amazing. Like on on the um on the Facebook page. How long do you reckon it'll take for you to finish like a whole what issue one volume one? Uh, well, like I say, I'm I'm halfway through writing issue five. Oh, okay. at the moment, I'm waiting for the artist, the illustrator, um, to catch up. Basically, um, it's because it's a long, quite a long process. Because he's not only just doing, he's not just doing the sketch work. He's doing the lines and the inks and the coloring all take time <coughs> and it, it's a long process just to do one page like, people like, alright go yeah <laughs> <Bloody> <laughs> people and then he's out there on Facebook taking photos having a nice life and you're just like just colour my comic for me alright oh, sort of he, he's out there playing with his kid and having oh, got family kid, time and I'm just like what no <laughs> do my thing make my life better <laughs> and speaking of making people's lives better Craig what you been yes. up to? I just realised your hair's quite funny. I had a shower before we got here and I put a hat on straight away okay. and hence this. I have been playing a game called Unbox. Uh, I think it's called like Boxy's Adventure. In this game, you play as a cardboard box and there's a problem with the uh, Universal Postal Service in the world and you think you're just a box, but really, there's shit going down <laughs> really and I've got just got to the second world I have finished the sandy beach area and then there's this weird detective looking box looking over me <laughs> and I think he's going to ask me to join his calls soon uh, and right now I'm on the icy island uh, stage and it's 
pretty stupid and I have to bring it, uh, restore the UPS to how it was UPS the universal postal service in the game do you ever think and that they've run out of ideas for what to do for games because <laughs> <laughs> this feels like the literal scrape, scrape in the bottom of the barrel I, I really like indie games because they're just they're full of creativity and stupidity at the same time <laughs> and this box um, you roll basically left stick go forward and you just roll like Katamari ever played that I know I've never played yeah so you just roll with a box but then to ju- you can jump once but you can have up to six jumps and when you do wow. an extra jump you unbox yourself so you like and like you can travel from island to island doing that it's very good uh, <laughs> you can also jump in vehicles which is a bit weird it doesn't control very well uh, but then if you're a box driving a car yeah, yeah. it's um, not going to be very good is it limited depth perception um, <laughs> it was 12, 12 English pounds on Playstation and I thought why not I've been looking at this game for quite a while because I'm weird obviously <laughs> and it's just one of those silly 3D platformer games that I just, you know, pop it in, quick five minutes, play. There you go, done. Ah, well, I mean, for £12, you can't really go wrong. Yeah, uh, I also started Shadow of War today. I'm probably two hours in, still near the tutorial stage. Shadow of Wardor. Shadow of Wardor. I don't know why they didn't call it like, Mordor 2. Like, Electric Mordaloo. Uh, I hear they've expanded on like the Nemesis system and stuff like that, but the story is. Do you two Lord of the Rings fans at all? I've seen all the films once. Okay. I don't have any strong urge to watch them again, and okay. I couldn't sit through the first Hobbit film. Okay. I'm pretty much the same. Like, I've, I've seen them all, but that's mainly so I can complain about them. Okay. Uh, but, uh, and the Hobbits? Seen them? Yeah, I have okay. seen those as well. Basically, in anything after Sean Bean dies, I wasn't really interested. You must be annoyed in everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's. Do you remember Shelob? The big old spider? Yes. Have you heard about this? I know it's in this one. I don't know the context. Yes, she is not a spider anymore. She is a white, pasty, sort of busty-looking woman who can control the spiders now. But there is still spiders. I've seen screenshots of spiders in this game. Yeah, but she is not. Shelob is a woman who can control the spiders. That doesn't sound like, kayfabe. It, it's really strange. It's really bizarre, actually. And I'm not obviously into Lord of the Rings that much, but Shadow War is a fun game at the moment. It's a bit strange how you're playing as one white dude going around trying to take over this whole world. Cis scum. When originally... <laughs> it sounds about right, though. Well, it's, he's, he's a weird, he looks like the most creator character sort of like <laughs> white dude black hair and the films are originally like an anagram for Nazi Germany trying to take over the world right and everyone yeah, you comes mean together an allegory and like, what did I say an anagram yeah so it, it pretty much doesn't fit in with Lord of the Rings but they've just gone fuck it we got this nemesis system it works well like it's the story is just really the word that most uninteresting part about it you can just just all of a sudden start fighting orcs and then one of the leader guys comes after you and then another one can turn up and another one and you get a free like kingpins trying to pin you down and that's just you know some games have that moment like everyone has this game sort of is not the story it's just going around the world doing little bits like that that's yeah. the moment uh, that's what I've been doing. Oh, it sounds pretty good. Oh, yeah. Short answer, wasn't it? <laughs> well, I think uh, we all know a little bit more about each other now. Yeah. And we hope the audience listening to us too. Lord of the Rings for me, though, before I forget to say this, Hobbit, I saw the first two. The ending of the second one pissed me off so much, <laughs> I said I was never going to see the third one, and I still haven't seen the third one to this day. I'm not sure if I've seen the third one or not. Apparently it's not very good. End of the second one, right? So they build up. Oh, there's a dragon. There's a dragon. There's a dragon. End of the second one. Oh, the dragon flies over the town. See you in part three. And I was like, that fuck this. Spoilers, mate. What? How old is this film? It's been a couple of years. If we're gonna, I talk, think it's about four years. If old. we talk <laughs> about spi- uh, spoilers, spoilers. spoilers. If we talk about spoilers, 
we have to figure out how many years or like when can we talk yeah. about stuff or I mean, do we it, do want it, it out front but by, by the time something's well like film wise by mm-hmm. the time something's been out on DVD for a month mm-hmm. you've had every possible opportunity okay. to have watched it so you're saying it's about a month from DVD okay from DVD I, DVD I think release. in all honesty it's probably going to be just us three listening to this podcast <laughs> So as long as we've all seen it, I okay. think spoilers are fair game. Then what about games? Because we all play different games, and you know we're probably not going to have time to play the same games. Well, I don't really play games for the story, so I'm happy okay. to. And if I was to tell you like the ending of Unbox, you might be a bit annoyed, but you'll you'll I get mean, over it. It, it would yeah. it would destroy me on a molecular level. Molecular level. But you know what? I would rebuild. Okay. Well, there, there's that theory going around that if you if you know what the spoiler is going to be, yeah. mm-hmm. you really enjoy the film more. Do you know what? Bringing it back to Triple X. Right. <laughs> Everything's back to Triple H. H. <laughs> None of us can speak for this this grand first episode. I saw on Instagram they was like, "Oh, the Triple X grand debut, like for the third film," mm. and then randomly, Ice Cube was there, and I was like. Why the fuck is he there? He was in the worst one. Doesn't he hate uh, Vin Diesel as well? I would not think so because, spoiler, oh. Ice Cube's in that fucking movie. What, the third one? And Yeah, and there's like, <laughs> the film, there's a part of it where they all get pinned down and the fight's getting worse and worse and then I was like, well, I know what's going to happen now. Ice Cube pops up out of nowhere and fucking kills everyone and saves them and I'm just like, fucking ruined. <laughs> Do you think... With the new Star Wars film, if you knew what was going to happen, that would make you enjoy it more? Well, that's, that's a difficult ooh, one. Ooh. Before I went to see The Force Awakens, literally, we're talking like 10 minutes before I've walked into the cinema, mm-hmm. uh, our mutual friend Tristan's girlfriend walked up to me, not seeing the film before, and said, Oh, I hear that Han Solo dies. <laughs> Spoiler alert. And uh, I assumed she was joking. I assumed that like, that was too ridiculous for it to be a real plot point so I went in there thinking oh he's not gonna die and when he did I was so mad <laughs> I was so mad that that was already playing in my head as soon as he walked down that bridge you were yeah. just like well no even then I was like oh well maybe just maybe <laughs> no they're not they're and really... then when he did I was like what's the point you shouted like their name like in the cinema <sighs> well no because I will still maintain uh, the Force Awakens is the best Star Wars film out okay. of all seven and awesome. uh no, that's number one, mate. I hate number one. It's not a good Star Wars. What, Phantom Menace? I really enjoyed the Phantom yeah, Menace. Phantom Menace was the first film I ever saw in cinema. That's sad <laughs> for you. I really enjoyed it. Apparently I stood up on the chair and applauded at the end. Uh, <laughs> how, how old? I was either four or five. Jeez. <laughs> this is a masterpiece. So what you're saying, Tom, is you've always been that guy. <laughs> Film at its well, finest. Bravo! <laughs> Bravo! Tip the cinema people for this fine cinematography. I mean, yeah. I Jeez. doff my tiny cap to... <laughs> I mean, we're, we're talking... 19- Again! <laughs> Again! 1999, a kid's ticket's probably, what, like, four or five pounds at most. I would pay that alone just to watch the pod racing scene. Mm, that's the only good bit about that film. And Darth Maul. And Liam Neeson. Yeah. And the Trade Federation. No, because no, I feel like he's attacking on everything. And, uh, and it's Queen of Madonna herself. <laughs> it, it was worth sitting through the film for Jewel of Fates. I just feel if you could watch all the films, I would skip number one. No, number two is the worst. And it ruins number the, two's the worst. It ruins the Yoda surprise as well, so you don't really... What Yoda surprise? In number... You know the original trilogy. Yeah. With this all-powerful force, who could it be? And this this little green dude—that's a surprise for you. You probably. Well, that's why they say that you should do the machete cut of the films, where you watch machete. three, five, uh, two, four, four, five. No, sorry, yeah, four, uh, uh, four, five, two, three, six. So you get the um, uh, introduction with Luke and the introduction of Vader and everything. Jump back to. Um, Anakin uh, apparently you meant to skip one I disagree with that uh, Anakin becoming Darth Vader and then you go back to six for it to all culminate I think they say one is optional yeah it but then, is. then after you've watched three in theory you then have to watch six series of Clone Wars 
to actually understand uh, the Trade Federation. Uh, this, is, uh, what? <laughs> this is so stupid. I think number two is the weakest one of the and, and, three. And, and the best bit about that is that the Clone Wars, it, as its standalone series, mm-hmm. has its own watch order as well. <laughs> this is so, so it sh- jumps from series one to series three, and then back to series one, and then into series two, and then into series four, and then back again. <laughs> like individual episodes have watch order. This is Star Wars is stupid. It's just converted. But it's the it's best so kind far. of stupid. I uh, just. Do you know what's good? Star Trek. That's, that's what? pretty the good. The new series. I haven't seen any Star I Trek. Have, I have seen all the ones that have aired so far. I, I've, I've heard mixed good. things. I've heard it's trying to be a bit too edgy. It is a little. But they have to try and keep it modern. You can't just all like. If they did uh, the next generation now, it's a bit camp isn't it really yeah. like, I mean this this one is set before the original 60s series really? oh really yeah interesting so what they're on a different timeline to the films as well I presume uh, yeah well they're, they're in the same timeline as the rest of the series they're in the same canon as the mm-hmm. series but not the new Star Trek trilogy they're because they're like they yeah, are they yeah. are their own timeline mm-hmm. but yeah it's, it's basically about this this um, the main character is it uh, Sasha from Walking Dead? Is she the main character? No, it's the um, it's Lucius Malfoy, isn't it? Is the main captain, isn't he? What? What? Lucius Malfoy? Not yeah, uh, Draco's dad. I just thought I you said. I, I, for some reason, I heard <laughs> Lucius Fox, and I was like Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would watch it. Instantly. You're, you're yeah. talking to someone that's never seen Harry Potter. Oh, I begrudgingly watch it. Um, <laughs> I'll always remember. Uh, the, there was a QWERTY sale and I was like you going to get any of those random teas and you went no because I'll probably end up with a fucking Harry Potter one <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ so what we've really established in the first half hour or so of our first podcast is that we really don't like anything yeah I like Star Wars but not I mean, the first one yeah I mean even <laughs> I, the things we like we criticise I'll agree with you Seven is the best one do you? yeah I think Seven's good I enjoyed it you're the first person I've met who uh, agrees with that uh, obviously, the next film is going to be the dark middle chapter. It looks yeah. really good from the yeah, trailer. Porgs. <laughs> hey, we had Ewoks. This is just the next generation. Yeah, of Ewoks. but the Ewoks were were an allegory for the Viet Cong. Porgs you, are just penguin. Well, you don't know that yet. Things. You don't know that yet. They could just be an allegory for puffins. What for North Korea? <laughs> well, you're obviously thinking you too know. deep into this. You're right. And I'm trying to keep up above in my head. Instead of going under. Oh, okay. Some forty-one. Another yeah. timely reference. <laughs> <laughs> See, if we could broadcast this back in two thousand and one, we would be ahead hot- of our time. We would be the hottest thing. We would sound like crazy people. <laughs> episode seven is the best one. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> we haven't got episode two yet. Did you see um a re- so should we segue into news? Yes, because there's a couple of things I want to talk about. Rian Johnson, the director of. I thought it was Rain Johnson. I don't know. He, he made one of my favourite films, Looper. Um, yeah, that's really he, good. He's a well, director or producer of Episode Eight, and like there was headlines like, "He, the Last Jedi. What does the title mean? He won't tell us." And then on Twitter, he was just like, "Nice, Luke. <laughs> that's what the title means." <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not a fan of clickbait stuff. There you go. That's, that's what that is. I, re- I respect that. <laughs> yeah, and then it's just like, because you know, some people make music like you know, Red Hot Chili Peppers. They're just like. Our songs, they, they, a Coldplay as well are bad for this. Our songs, that they're whatever you want it to mean, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, it's more, I would prefer people just like, yeah, I made this this song. I was having a bad day and I had a bacon sandwich and it poked me up. So I wrote yeah. this, you know. Uh, it'll lose all the allure and mystery. Yeah, but... instead of people guessing what it's about. Yeah. Like, all this, this song's about deep emotions. It's just oh. like, no, just wrote it. it. sounded good. Do you reckon yeah. if Shakespeare wrote down what all of his poems meant, we probably wouldn't study it at school. Like, because you know you're... Sort of... I didn't study it at school anyway. Oh, did you know? <laughs> what did you study? We were supposed to, but I didn't. Oh, okay. I've I never mean, been a fan of Shakespeare. I I can't name many examples of, off the top of my head, but I know of at least a couple of examples where there's been authors of works that I've studied at school where they've asked them, like, what do you think about this all this interpretation that people study into your works? And they go, it's nonsense. Like... <laughs> You think you're too much into yeah. it, mate. I'll tell you one of them. It's the short story, um, I Have No Mouth uh, and I Must Scream by Harlan Ellison. It's this really dystopian future. It's really good. I recommend it. But um, people are reading all these allegories of uh, like racial tension and uh, 
everything you could ever interpret into interpret into like a 60s piece of fiction and he's like no i just basically had a brain fart and this is what came out and it just cannot stand the pretentious oh, academia that goes like, with this work you're talking about racism I'm just not, I just had a slow Sunday going yeah, on exactly. yeah exactly it's just, just like just thought it would be a good story <laughs> like, like if anyone ever actually reads my comic don't think anything into it <laughs> So what? Uh, when he when he's trying to infiltrate this place, what where, where where is he actually infiltrating? The soul, <laughs> our heart, capitalism. What is it? Yeah, there is no deeper meaning to my work. <laughs> well, like even furious. <laughs> even if you uh, even if you say there's no deeper meaning, people will say, "Oh, well, you say yeah. that." But on a subconscious level, you must have had. He's some trying deeper... to throw us off. That's why he doesn't want us to think. Even about if it. he doesn't know it, we know it. Yeah. <laughs> if, if anything, we're smarter than him. I, I want to see like people who uh, take apart poems and stuff. Like wrestling is an art form. Take that apart. When he threw him into that clothesline, it was his emotions for his dad that just passed away. He was trying to throw him off, but he came back and hit him in the face. Well, when it's done right, there are it's, a few It sounds examples. like JBL's commentary. Back off! <laughs> That's JR. It's <laughs> <laughs> another Texan with a hat. <laughs> Uh, what news have you got for us, Mr. Baker? Are either of you avid viewers of Rick and Morty? I... I you go you go first, Paul. Uh, I have seen them. Okay. Are you aware of the phenomena around Szechuan sauce? Yeah. And the uh, I feel like I'm the same as you. The <laughs> limited edition uh, run that McDonald's did the other day, Ugh. where people were travelling all over the great United States to get these small sachets of sauce, only to find that it had all sold out within about twenty minutes. Wow. And there's all these. Uh, Reddit and 4chaners going around jumping on the counters just screaming re at the top of their voice because they can't get these little packets of sugary sauce. Why? And have you seen how much they are going for on this eBay? Is, this is ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous. Should we just take a ballpark? How much do you reckon three packets of Szechuan sauce are going for on eBay? And we're talking a final bid, so not even just like a optimistic All right, we'll, we'll guess thing. and you, you, you know, you'll tell us. <laughs> Right, you you go first, Paul. Three packets of I know how much I would pay for three packets of Szechuan sauce. Remember mayonnaise and ketchup? They just give it to you over the counter. So So how much would I pay for a free sauce? (laughs) And as an aside, McDonald's have come out saying they're going to make more. So it's not even a case of this is one and done. It's just that people who can't wait another two months. But it's a first edition, Tom. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, be that as it may, how well, much would you pay? If it's not first edition, well, that, yeah. That are, was... we, are we saying how much we would pay or how much it's going for? One than the other, shall we say? Okay, I would probably not pay anything for it. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> because it's sauce. It's McDonald's I mean, sauce from a guy on eBay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like in in our country and America, like they give you iPhones pretty much now. Like if you don't have a phone, you're weird. So sauce in that analogy is even easier to get, really. We'll, we'll say in dollars as well. Cause, okay. Because okay. it's in America. Uh, I would probably say a hundred a sachet. A hundred so a sachet. Okay. Three hundred for three sachets. Okay, Mr. Wood. Three hundred dollars. Sachets of sauce. That just boggles the mind. Well, that it would even be that high, let alone. Are you saying so? You, the so look on your face saying that it's probably higher. So, <laughs> so are you saying higher or lower? It's probably higher, knowing the internet. Well, I think this story's gone on for way too long, so I'm just going to say it. Eight hundred dollars was what it went for. One of them. So what? Like you buy it. What do you do then? You put it on a sandwich? Like... Uh, I think it comes with chicken. Uh, chicken <laughs> oh, well, fuck me then. Yeah, I should have guessed how that Well, I don't, think the, I don't think the sauce on eBay does, but when you go to McDonald's, it was served with chicken. This is all just going to end with them doing a promotion with, like, Rick and Morty or something. They're going to sell the burger again, or they won't rent, mention Rick and Morty at all, and it'll be a hot seller or something. Well, the thing is, is that people have made tutorials online of how to make this sauce. Like, they've got... Someone has sent this guy a packet of the new McDonald's Szechuan sauce and he has basically broken it down and recreated it and it cost him molecular level it cost him cents and he just put the recipe out there online so you can literally remake it it's just a ton of sugar and syrup essentially because there's tutorials to make like the Big Mac sauce and the Big Tasty sauce as well but I like Rick and Morty the fandom around it seems to be oh it's absolutely toxic yeah 
So it's just the idea that they think. I mean, I'm I'm a huge fan of Rick and Morty. I've seen all the episodes up to the end of series three. But from what I read online, every Rick and Morty fan thinks that they're better because they watch it. They think, oh, normal people don't get these jokes and everything. When the most popular jokes and the one I see on the t-shirts most of the time is the quote "Wubba Lubba Dub Dub." <laughs> I I heard the comparison that. Futurama staff, I know I've already said this, Futurama staff, they have multiple PhDs on their writing stuff. And when you think about it, some of the Futurama jokes are just farts as well. Yeah, like, it's just Bender Burping. Yeah, so <laughs> you could be the smartest, like, you know, staff, and you're still just going to go for an easy win every now and again, aren't you? I mean, there are very few funnier jokes than the thing longer. The thing <laughs> Dick A and Fart can jokes. Dream. <laughs> A man, man can dream. <laughs> Oh jeez! Um, I want to quickly talk about. Have you seen the Eminem video that went? Yes, around? yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of that. I'm not a huge fan of Eminem, yeah. but props for the video. Yeah, because it just uh, he talked about Trump. It's basically a freestyle. I'm not sure if it was freestyle. I think it well, was pretty freestyle because there was a couple of times where he kind of just lost the rhythm slightly, but he brought it back. So more I, at the beginning. Yeah, I just trying to get going. I don't think it was completely scripted how do I poetically say my words into verse that's what he was exactly. thinking and, and people were just shouting fuck you down the camera yeah, yeah. people a um, hundred years from now will analyse it yeah. <laughs> I was just angry <laughs> uh, I'm not sure it seems like there's a lot of ha- lot of stuff well there is a lot of stuff happening in America at the minute and uh, I'm probably I'm all for I'm all I'm a hippie at heart love and peace you know all that crap and I hope everything in America gets better and hopefully Eminem will help people unite because, you know, for a positivity's sake, that's what I'll say. Well, I mean, you have to question if it is going to get any better when uh, we could very well have the next election be between Dwayne The Rock Johnson, which I'm fine with, and Kid Rock for the Republicans. That's not good for anyone. (laughs) So it's just like, if you're a celebrity now, you should just try and be president. Pretty much. I mean, I, I I love The Rock. Like, yeah, me too. When he was a wrestler, you know, become one of the highest paid actors. I'm not sure whether or not his policies are what I would uh, vote him into. Well, the thing is, is that you don't even need them to really have strong policies because at the end of the day, the president isn't the one making the policies. They are just, essentially, they're like the queen to us. They're just the figurehead that goes around on mm-hmm. diplomatic and uh, big state uh, meetings. So that's the thing like The Rock you can assume will have a bit more uh, decorum about himself and would conduct himself in a way that would benefit the country and put a good face on it like obviously there's always going to be shady stuff like even Obama wasn't perfect and neither would Hillary was far from perfect but you need someone who's just going to have that little bit of restraint where they're not going to just assume yeah I mean you, you look you'd see any any interview with, with Dwayne Johnson any anything you'd check out his Instagram like he's literally the most humble celebrity oh yeah he's like inspirational quotes yeah inspirational positivity he's always got time for his fans and he says that's the best part of being famous and can you imagine that inauguration speech though yeah just gets up to the microphone and eyebrow <laughs> eyebrow raises and just goes fine (laughs) (laughs) I mean I would I would definitely like to see that well Trump is uh, friends with Vince McMahon isn't he well you say friends I think I heard the whole uh, Alberto Del Rio Mex America thing that happened two years ago was basically a middle finger to Trump oh okay yeah I I hear that it is kind of like it's not it's not full blown enemies but I think there is a lot of disagreement um, now that he is in power but who really knows what's going on behind the scenes anyway really I mean yeah when Jinder's president uh, <laughs> when Jinder's president I mean I'd rather that isn't president. he Canadian yeah he is Canadian <laughs> <laughs> what's that about <laughs> uh, do you have any news Paul it's okay if you don't busy, no, busy, not, busy man not really no I don't really watch I mean you guys talk about like the news I literally this is, this is how you get your news yeah, yeah. my news this is, is from, how it works. essentially from you guys uh, like. well so speaking of The Rock uh, apparently they're doing a Jason Statham and Rock I've heard Fast this. and Furious spin off really yeah. and Tyrese one of their co-workers like posted on Instagram like 
the films are about family how can you just ditch the rest of us like that so there's like beef <laughs> between the, all of them now and like it sounds like they're not talking well I've heard that weird. wasn't Vin and um, The Rock like at Loggerheads anyway apparently they really didn't get on because uh, Vin Diesel thought this was kind of his pet project and The Rock's just using all his clout to make it what he wants it to be I, you, so what we're going to do in the future right this is easy. Well, when we got our flip phones and second generation yeah. iPhones, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. in that future, we instead of we're gonna have two months where we just actually before the next Fast and Furious film comes out, we're gonna have two months. We're gonna watch each one each week, and we're gonna come on here and review them. Do you think we could live stream our to reactions? The, 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 Tom, Tom reacts. <laughs> get really drunk and just watch it I think that might enhance it I might become two chains in that time <laughs> I'm, I'm not wrong though the highlight of all of the Need for Speed Need for Speed see yes. <laughs> yes I did it and you did it the, the highlight of all of the Fast and Furious films is ludicrous what do you mean they're just out there no the acting <laughs> The actor Ludacris, well, <laughs> actor slash rapper. I, I can't remember what come, his name. His name's not Chris, is it? No, he's the guy Ludacris. that does Chris. He does. He does most of the tech stuff in the films. Yeah, he's he's the nerdy guy, isn't he? And like in the most recent one, he just like went all kung fu on some guy, <laughs> and everyone was just like, what? "Oh yeah, that, yeah." Because he's like, he, he's he's uh, it's uh, Ludacris and uh, is it Tyrese, the bald the bull black guy that yeah. the rock makes and like about. they're always just pissing about yeah and ludicrous ludicrous is phenomenal he's hilarious <laughs> so you want to watch these films now the way we're talking about them yeah? I mean don't get me wrong sort of from five onwards they look really good they literally just look like die hard but with a bigger ensemble cast okay um, okay I've changed my, my plan go on after episode 10 you're going to watch one Fast and Furious film a month can I start at five or do I have you, to? You, you have to watch them in order. What number order or chronological <laughs> order? Oh jeez. Uh, well, we had to watch them in number order. So, so you're saying he should? Because then, then he he would appreciate Han more in the late. <laughs> <laughs> because I, funnily enough, before the latest one, did watch them all in the chronological. Oh really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they're, they're good films. I recommend it. Uh, you had one more news piece, I believe, right? Uh, I don't believe so. Um, uh, maybe like a small digital pet. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to talk I about I forgot that. all about that to be honest. Oh, okay. Tamagotchi is back, baby. With a vengeance. It is twenty years since Tamagotchi first hit our humble shores. <laughs> and <laughs> frankly, I couldn't be more excited. Uh did you guys ever have a Tamagotchi back in your youth? Of course. So I remember there was a shady market down by the seafront where we live and I got some knockoff one and it was a fiver it didn't work so I had to go back to the shady stall and give me an old one and I think it died after a couple of days like literally well, battery died battery died <laughs> oh yeah. god that's uh, even more depressing so I did also have uh, a Digimon one because the Digimon are based on Tamagotchis I did not know and, that and yeah that's how they like you know they were based upon them so they had digivices you put on your belt and as you walk it helps them grow and feed and all this sort of stuff and you can battle them together so thanks to Tamagotchi you got one of my favourite programmes Digimon so that's my memories what are you what, what, what's your memories my Tamagotchi memories uh, well that sounds like a next DS game doesn't it <laughs> Tamagotchi <laughs> memories but it's just like uh, Pokemon Go but just Tamagotchis do they, oh, I'm sure there must be a Tamagotchi app right there must be I think there is or at least there's got to be some sort yeah, of I'm rubbish pretty, I'm pretty sure it. they've got a game on DS oh they've got a few I think but I mean an app would make the most like, sense they, they never really as such went away they They've, just faded into obscurity for a while well it's a bit like Pokemon like now you can buy Pokemon cards again in supermarkets which is yeah. absolutely yeah. mental but like, um, I remember getting a Tamagotchi it must have been pff, about 2004-2005 when they sort of were like relaunching them after the first initial run and um, I remember being absolutely obsessed because this is sort of the time when I mean, Tamagotchis were still not anywhere near as advanced as like Game Boy Advances or anything at the time, but it was still, it wasn't quite as retro as it is now. And I just put so much time and effort into that. I just fed it till it was the absolute maximum weight, which didn't really matter. They would just like be like fat little Tamagotchis and happy <laughs> and everything. And I remember going around to friends for a sleepover, leaving it there, then calling up my friend's mum to make sure that it was poor so he wouldn't die uh, until I could go and get it. 
And then I remember one day going on a family uh, trip, I think it was to either like a wedding or a uh, christening or something like that, remembering that I'd left my Tamagotchi at home unpaused and being absolutely <gasps> distraught, no. knowing that we had to stay there and <laughs> knowing that he was slowly going to die. And by the time we get home, he would be dead. And sure enough, I got home and it had those little angel wings on it. And I honestly, it felt like a real human and, had died. And that's how Tom learned about death. <laughs> Yep, and after that, it gives you the option to obviously make a new Tamagotchi on the same device, and I just didn't want to because it's like when you have a game and you put in loads of hours and the save gets corrupted or whatever, and you're just like, I really cannot be bothered to do it again. You have a child and they run away, and you're just like, I can't be bothered with another child. (laughs) I I had the same with a WWE game. Like, I I proper put effort into some of the creator characters. Mm -hmm. Like, I I made Cowboy James Storm from TNA. How how many years ago was this then? Uh, probably about five okay. five years ago yeah, or so. Yeah, so, yeah okay. I made Cowboy James Storm down to the T, including downloading the Beer Money entrance music and uploading it into the game. That is some like you make your fun out of the game, which you're not supposed to like sort of thing. You yeah, do, do your own thing. Yeah, I made an actual TNA full. I made his entrance. I okay. literally spent hours just making James Storm. Okay for some reason <laughs> how many hours did you put into your James Storm it must have been a good six hours six, just creating the character and the entrance is the end of this story your save got corrupted the save corrupted like oh, two days no. later I haven't played a WWE game oh, since not one <laughs> not one are any of you I mean obviously, <laughs> you're all pretty casual wrestling fans um, nowadays but are uh, you going to pick up 2K18 at all no. now that we have Bobby Roode and his glorious entrance I might give it a play no, I like no. the roster the roster on it is actually pretty good this time around yeah I'll, I'll, I'll hear a few are you getting it for Switch <laughs> I, I, I might I, I feel like I need to get it because I'm reviewing it for the said company that Mr. Wood works for um, so I feel like I should play it whether I'll get it for Switch depends on the reviews that I still ideas off to write my review um, but in all honesty I'll probably just get the NBA 2K uh, poorer frame rate than every other console version well I've heard with NBA that you literally need to buy a new memory card to play it because it doesn't fit on the memory card that comes with the Switch so <laughs> Yeah, I um, probably won't be getting. What else was it? FIFA. That's a crap version. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard it's okay, but it's just really stripped back. Um, so I don't have much faith for this uh, WWE game being good on Switch. See, I don't, I have a Switch, and you're soon to get one. So um, I'd be interested to see what. I'm pregnant. <laughs> You'll be off Switch soon. Off Switch. So I'd be interested to hear your opinion when you uh, when you get to grips with it. But um, I don't ever really use mine as a mobile playing device i will either use it at home either playing it in bed uh, on the small tablet screen or i'll use it as a home console just because it's so much more convenient to do it like that um okay. it's just so cumbersome as a traveling device that i just don't see it as particularly useful i just the wwe games going back to that just the ps1 era games the rock music in the background and stuff like that and the N64 game like I feel like they were the the attitude era WCW yeah, versus it. NWO yeah. on uh, N64 it was the same engine wasn't it yeah so I feel like that were the, the pinnacle like of fun Jack specific and games yeah so now it's like a weird wrestling isn't real but they're making these games simulation based on a fake sort of sport so if you see what I'm trying to explain well, have you seen the, in the last few uh, they've introduced the star rating into the matches so uh, rather than just being like a straight bout like treating it like yeah, boxing like or something JR like, reviews your match yeah <laughs> exactly like it's you, you're, you're reviewed on like drama tension character work and everything yeah, yeah. Oh, so they've you gone actually, a bit into it as yeah, well. yeah, it's gone a bit actually, meta yeah, you have to like Properly pace your match. You can't just go punch in the face, punch in the face, punch in the face, punch <laughs> in the face. Hit him with a chair. <laughs> One, two, three. I think there's a gap in the market for like uh, a, a wrestling game where you have to plan it and do your spots that way and like try and get them so they all pan out good. Like an, so an, a wrestling an, book for 2K18. <laughs> well, and at, like an actual um, like break of kayfabe. 
yeah. game. Yeah, so like you're in the backstage. So you're, you're like, as stuff. opposed to playing wrestlers, you mm. are the a wrestler. Yeah, so like instead of Randy Orton, you're Randall. You are Randall Keith, Keith Orton, Orton in the back saying, yeah. "I'm going to go on stage." You know, I'm going to splash. Was it uh, Goldberg smashes his head into the <laughs> locker before he goes out? Yeah. So Blast you got open. you got to do that successfully. You got to remember your lines. You got to say, you know, yeah. Maybe you have a few quick time events, you know, and then have your perception come out in the ring like a performance I'm sure there's a good str- strategy sort of simulation type game that, that there's no one's thought about doing yet well I mean we could do that okay <laughs> beyond the mat the game yeah so that's, that's good beyond yeah beyond you the mat the game fall into drugs and alcohol addiction <laughs> and concussions oh, I didn't, didn't and think then DDP saves you that would be yeah he could be the final boss and then he, you'll never win and you just have to accept him into your heart <laughs> and the story mode because all the wrestling games have a story mode every year so normally you get either CM Punk Daniel Bryan recently right. it's been Stone Cold this year Chris Benoit uh, um, <laughs> no that's the dark path you have multiple choices <laughs> and you can have the good ending it's or like the Jake the Snake ending. or Chris Benoit oh Jesus Christ <laughs> Or you could just have a spin-off of Hulk Hogan end up as a porn star sort of thing. <laughs> Before we go, what was the name of the Tamagotchi? Oh, God, I can't remember. Come on, you got yeah, It's sp- probably something really puerile and not funny, like, I don't know, Mr. Pee-Pee Poopy Pants or something like that. Pee-Pee Fart Breath. Yeah. Poo-poo Bum, Woody Bum's Arses or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> what a good first episode. Yeah, I think that's gone, gone all right. Yeah. Uh, well, usually, your ideas for... So... Usually it's going to be us three. Mm-hmm. Want guests on that are talented. Yeah, or not course. talented, you know. Yeah, so just, that's opinion, isn't just, it, really? Yeah. People to have not a chinwag with. Interesting guests. Yeah, interesting guests. Uh, if they're a musician, they can have their music as an interstitial. Is that the word? Let's say yes. Okay. And, you know, we can incorporate their work somehow into this. Yeah, we can just... Instead of talking about random bollocks for an hour, we can actually have a bit more of a constructive conversation about cool things. I think our Star Wars talk was constructive. I mean, you can think whatever you want okay. to think. <laughs> Episode one is still better. Okay. Well, we should wrap up now, but before cool. we do that, Star Trek is better. So, that'll do it for episode one. That's next week's episode. <laughs> of Upside Down, Down Shark Radio! Radio. I've been Craig I've been Tom I'm still Paul (laughs) he is still he hasn't moved once (laughs) till next time goodbye bye yeah was that a yes yes okay just like do you want to do 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 another clap like yeah Sounded like the Ting Ting when you say that. They call me. Uh, they call me Stacy. They call me what? I don't know. Okay. Apparently, he's been selected by Gino. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Upside. Ah, fuck! <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> they call me Jane. <laughs> <laughs>